Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host Maxine and we're on episode 30. Wow, I feel like I've been in the 20s forever. Here we are, yes. Okay, Um, what's been on my spirit lately is religion. Um, And I, I feel like I've been talking about religion Obviously, it's called God Built This Podcast, okay? So religion is obviously going to be a topic. Um, But what I want to dive into is the whole religion versus spirituality. Um, I used to be so against people saying, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Like, what? You just trying to say things so you can get away with sin, right? That's literally how I would think. And, um, look, (laughs) I can say now I understand, you know, I understand why many people are, well, many Christians are not quick to say I'm religious or not say it at all because there is such a neg, there is such a stigma when it comes to religion and when it comes to being under this label right oh i go to church oh i'm a christian oh so you must be you you know you know you must be a homophobe you must be um a super tight lip non-controversial person and we need to kind of get into the purpose behind religion we need to get into how it it became about you know and why is that Like, why is religion trumping our personal relationship with God? And um, I remember being younger and really feeling like I have to be so gung-ho about religion in order to be uh, pleasing to God, in order to be pleased by other people, right? In order, you know, I was just under the cloak of wanting to be validated by people so much so that I thought that I had to follow religion by the T and growing up in a, in a strong uh, culture in, in the Haitian culture, growing up in a Baptist church, being just raised and born in a church. It's not common to, well, it's not expected for women to kind of have a voice, to stand in that voice, to be liberated, like, the fuck? Or liberated? <laughs> liberated? It's not, we don't, we don't get liberated, okay? Um, I can't even tell y'all how many times I've seen a woman kind of preach on the pulpit, um, on a Sunday, let's say that. I've seen probably one or two, like a few times, a handful of times, but not as often as men. And this is a lot of things that I just, I I question and I wonder and I, I wanna know, is this God or is this man? You know, is this patriarchy or is this God's order? You know, what is actually truth and what is actually the light? And I'm grateful that I'm in a space right now being 28 years old and just the past few years but definitely the few months that i've um been been here in houston and been growing and been learning i just been in a space where i can comfortably 
wonder. You know, I can comfortably question, respectfully so, but I can comfortably do so. And when I was in an environment where it's kind of like, ooh, you don't talk about this, you don't talk about that, it's kind of hush-hush, it's not really made comfortable for me to have questions and have thoughts. Because when I would have questions and when I would pose questions, when I would challenge the norm, I guess, I was always kind of looked as, you know, just controversial person. Oh, you're just trying to start something. I'm like, no, I just want to have a conversation. Like, I remember... In my home church, we, uh, I remember hearing a preach of, it's kind of an old school pastor. One of those pastors, like, if you don't, like, you know, they just start talking like that. It's like, oh, here we go. You know, they, they immediately get up to the pulpit and there's sweat coming down their face. I'm just like, it's been five minutes. Like, can you calm down? Those type of pastors. So I remember he was up there and then he was talking about, like, how the youth shouldn't, uh, get tattoos. The youth shouldn't get tattoos. Uh, tattoos is an abomination. You know, God's not pleased with that. You'll go to hell. Just like all of these like matter of fact type of statements. Like this is a declaration. This is it. This is that. And I think oftentimes with the Bible, people like to kind of take things out of context. And in the Old Testament, when people were tatting up their bodies, when people were imprinting, uh, you know, just whatever it was on their bodies, it was done to please idols. It was done to kind of please the times. And that's what God was not pleased with, okay? That was what was disapproving to God. Nowadays, I mean, I don't see, I don't hear anybody, people around me who do have tattoos, I don't hear of them doing it because they're trying to get an idol's attention. Like, you don't really see that in today's culture. There may be some people who still do that, and I'm not aware of. But I think to automatically say and kind of put that declaration, that matter-of-fact stamp on tattoos, just puts a negative taste in my mouth you know it just makes me wonder what else is being said on the pulpit that is out of context what else is not really being dived in for further clarification like I like to ask questions I like to figure out okay so when this was happening back then and that was back then and that was the culture back then right but when that culture has shifted to what it is now to just wanting to engrave your body. I mean, I'm not into tattoos, but to kind of give a declaration that this is uh, an abomination and God is not pleased and you must repent. And it's like, I don't know if it's that serious. You know, I don't know if it's that serious. And there's a lot of things with religion that makes me feel like there's not enough diving into the context you know there's not enough diving into how things was back then in that culture you know in the biblical times um i think that we need to get to a space within the church where we can ask questions and maybe obviously not on not on a sunday service right but i think questions need to be asked within life groups within Bible study within just small groups that 
we can really have an intimate conversation, an intimate clarification and kind of get into it. So once Sunday comes, there is just a, a clarification. There is a a more sensible preach. Like, I don't want to hear about tattoos when I'm trying to get through depression or when I'm trying to get through uh, rejection or, you know, I, I don't want to hear about that. Like, I just think we need to kind of get to a space. And it's not every church, of course. I'm just thinking about experiences that I've had and some experiences that I've had that made me question, hmm, I wonder why this is the focal point. Um, I just, I'm just in a funky space right now. I can't say that I'm this gun-ho religious person anymore. Like, and I don't want to say, oh, I'm spiritual. Look, spiritual is such a heavy, heavy word that, okay, what type of spirit are you in? <laughs> okay, nigga, clarify that for me. Okay, what type of spirit are you in? So I'm not going to say that. I believe in God. I just... You know, I just think there are some things that I need clarification on. There are some things I'm uncertain about, and it makes me wonder, am I being a good Christian for having these questions? Like, I think about tithing all the time, y'all. I, I feel like I've been talking about tithing forever, but I just don't feel like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think sometimes there are churches who... Like, I'm in the South, okay? And mega churches are huge down here, you know, unlike up North. So the talk of tithing is totally new to me when it comes to the, the excessive talk of tithing. Like, coming from an intimate-sized church back home in Boston, tithing is not, maybe it should be, but it wasn't really a priority. <laughs> Like, all right, you give, you give, nigga. We'll, we'll make do. That's how it was. But then again, I look at the the uh, the negative that the negative within that, and I see kind of the the struggle that we would have financially in my home church. So, I mean, I get it. But then I think it's I just find it uncomfortable talking about money. I've always find it like I've always find it uncomfortable to talk about money. I find it kind of tacky. Um, and so when it's excessively talked about in service, I'm just like, Ugh. like, am I not reaching? Like, is God unhappy with me when I don't tie? Because <laughs> I don't like, look, I, I don't even know. Like, I just, I just think sometimes here in the South, Tithing could be too much of a topic that it kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth. And it makes me question, why is this such a, a heavy a, a heavy press right now? Like, why is this such a, a, a big deal? You know, why is this always being brought up? Look, just talk about prayer. Like, <laughs> pray, talk about something else. You talk about tithing again? You know, <laughs> I'm like I frequently am at a service where um during the tithing portion it's like this big thing like all right those who are tithing stand up I mean that's not said verbatim but basically that's what's said so pretty much you know put your ties in the air and stand up and say this with me and it's like if you don't have tithe <laughs> you're not gonna you know 
sit down and act like you don't have like you're gonna act like you do have time because you look like a damn fool okay and there's been many times when i didn't tithe and i'm just like Ooh, i don't want to sit down and be the only one seated and then be called out or not called out actually maxine but like looked at or just made to feel uncomfortable so I will stand my ass up like I have time <laughs> and just act like, you know, I'm lying in that moment. So in that moment, I'm like, damn, God, I know I'm lying, but he didn't have to do it like this. Like back home <laughs> when it's time and offering time, it's just, okay, you pass a bucket, you sing a song and you go about it. It's not like you got to say this whole declaration speech and stand up and make it clear that it's just, it's not a big deal. And maybe it should be, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but you know, I do wonder why is that more of a big deal here in my experience in the South than it is up North in, in my experience. So who knows? I just, ugh, it just makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I, it just makes me uncomfortable. And another thing I'm noticing down here, it may be a Southern thing, <laughs> but I talk about it a lot. And I just, yo, the homosexuality down here is re, and I, look, it's just to another level. Like I've never seen, I've never been in the vicinity of so many homosexuals and I'm just like I'm just intrigued I'm intrigued of the the culture down here I'm, I'm intrigued of the the homosexual culture and how many of the homosexuals I've met are active members in the church and that's great. Like, look, I'm not judging on that, but I just don't, I don't come from a church that has that, like, especially openly, like the acceptance down here is amazing. And it's like, wow, it's surreal. Like it makes you realize, wow, have I been living in a box this whole time? Like, I didn't know there were so many damn gay people. <laughs> Oh God, did like so many, and you know that stereotype of you know having a, a, a gay choir director, right, or a gay somebody active in the in the um, music ministry, and that is a stereotype. But shit, that's that's real. Um, but yeah, I know I talked about how I come come I come across. Uh, many homosexual men, but I, I come across a lot of a lot of a lot of lesbians as well. Okay, a lot of y'all are just like out here, and that's that's fine. <laughs> I just I I think about sexuality and I think about God, and then I wonder, you know, I wonder as well, what what what, what is that? You know, like what is that in in God's eyes? You know is religion or has religion warped my view of sexuality when it comes to like you know if you're straight if you're gay if you're um sexually liberated or not like has religion warped that view of mine yes i think that for 
a long time, like, I just saw homosexuality as this, like, oh my gosh, just abomination type of sin. And, and that's because in the Bible it says that, right? But then again, now that I'm now that I'm in a space where I'm questioning everything and the Bible included, um, I wonder about homosexuality as well. I think it's so easy, and I've been at fault for thinking that way because it's so easy to judge something that you're not in the shoes of, right? It's so easy to judge a culture that you're not a part of, or um, a lifestyle, or however you want to say a sexuality that you don't describe that you don't ascribe to, it's it's so easy. But when you are, like right now, I have people in my vicinity. I have some friends who are, you know, a little, they like to tap a little other side or the same side, right? And I, I just like, I'm just intrigued. Like, oh, tell me more about your life. Like, tell me more about who you are and, you know, how you came to be, in acceptance with that and have a and still have a relationship with God um I used to think oh two and two can't happen you know you can't be gay and love God you can't be gay and have a relationship with God God hates you <laughs> it's like damn <laughs> I like my eyes have been open tremendously since I've been here and I'm so grateful for that I'm so grateful that I'm able to see Oh, you're you're just another person. Like you're not this uh, alien or whatever it was. Like I just had this whole negative persona of gay people, and I just feel bad for thinking that way. And now that I kind of know them, what just from some people who I befriended, and I have them in my surrounding. You know, when you have someone in your immediate surrounding you get to know more, you're less ignorant, you're less judgmental. And then you realize, okay, maybe how I was thinking wasn't factual, right? You know, maybe, you know, maybe sex, <sighs> y'all, I'm still trying to figure things out. Cause like when I think about sexuality, I used to just think, oh, you know, it's homosexuality is a choice. That's how I would think. And now I just can't see that. Like, I can't, I just can't believe that anymore. Because there are so many people who are just, are born that way from what I've seen. Like, there's not someone who I've kind of feel like, oh, you're just like choosing to be struggling. No, I just feel like you just kind of, you are who you are. And there's no, there's no like, there's no agenda. There's no um, prerequisite for it. You, you just are who you are. You happen to like who you like. And to impose on that is, is not right. You know, I, I just don't see the point anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, like, as I'm saying this, I'm, like, thinking, thinking in car. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly is sexuality in God's eyes? You know, what exactly is acceptable in God's eyes? You know, is this all talk that religious people have put upon uh, certain topics, certain culture, certain um, lifestyles that they want to deem as inferior? I think so. I just think that now that I'm getting older and I'm experiencing life on my own, I'm just kind of like 
in this different space, I just see sexuality has a spectrum. And I see it as you like who you like. And the person may happen to be a man or the person may happen to be a woman. Um, the person may happen to be a man the next day. <laughs> and the person, may, you know, like you may like someone, you may have liked someone who happens to be a man all your life, right? Or a couple people who happen to be a man. And then all of a sudden, a woman comes in and you're like, oh, you just happen to like the person. The person just happens to be a woman. You know, like I just think it, I just think it has, you're just, you like who you like. You're attracted to who you're attracted to. And I, I this is so hard for me to kind of uh, explain and articulate. So I'm, I hope I'm making sense. Um, because I know for sure before this mindset that I have now, I, I couldn't even fathom this, this thought. I couldn't even see it has sexuality as a spectrum. I used to listen to the read for a while. I don't listen to it anymore. Cause I just feel like they just like, they don't give both sides. They kind of just stick gun ho. They're never really, anyway, that's just my opinion. But when I did listen to them, um, Crystal will always say, like she will always say, sexuality is a spectrum. Sexuality is a spectrum. You know, you could be sexually fluid. You could be into uh, this gender and then just so happen to fall in love with another gender. And that's fine. Like, and I, I just could not grasp that. Like, what the fuck you mean? Nigga, you gay, you gay. Like, the, you can't just be gay today. And like, you know, but now I just... Ugh. I see it that way because I just, I just don't, I don't see it as, oh, you're a woman or, oh, you're a man, I have to like you or you just kind of fall into who you fall into, right? You're attracted to who you're attracted to and sexuality, I believe, is a spectrum and I'm just in a space right now where I'm asking God, what does this mean? Like, what does this look like? You know? Um, and look, <laughs> I just feel like this is person, I'm not gonna say her name. Um, this person who I follow on Instagram, who is a, a delivered uh, lesbian. And She's she's married to a man right now, and she's like active in like the Christian community, I guess. And she's a delivered uh, lesbian, okay. But <laughs> she doesn't look like it, okay. <laughs> and y'all know what I'm talking about. Look, okay. There's a look. There's there's a there's a what is it like an appearance? There's a there's a way about you that shows nigga what you into you know like it, it it shows that you're into into women or not okay and although she is married to a man and she has children she still does not give me non-lesbian vibes like that bitch is a lesbian and <laughs> look i'm not trying to take away from her deliverance and i wish her the best her family's beautiful but i just don't I don't see, I just don't get it. You know, I don't get how 
one could be delivered from it. I don't see it has even deliverance anymore. I don't, like, I just don't, look, this whole, this episode is going to be about just me, like, unpacking things that I'm still thinking through. So bear with me. But look, I just don't believe it. Let's just say that. I just don't believe it. She even wrote a great, she wrote a book about it. And she has said several times herself that she is not, um, like, like she's not completely delivered from homosexuality. Like she would still have, uh, dreams and memories about her ex-girlfriend. And, um, clearly she has also said, well, not clearly, but she has also said that she still gets attracted to women. And, you know, this stuff is like, okay, nigga, what? Like, how delivered are you then? You know, and look, this is not me judging someone's deliverance. I just wonder, like, how delivered can someone be from something like that? You know, like, when you are attracted to anyone. Like, I could see someone who I may have liked when I was in high school or in undergrad. Okay, hell, grad school. And it's been years since I've seen them. Nigga, that attraction will still be there. Okay? Like, oh, he's still fine. <laughs> you know, he can still get it. Type of attraction. And when you are attracted to the same gender, right? And now that you're not, or you say that you're not attracted to that same gender anymore, that attraction is still attraction. Like, that doesn't change. Um, so I just don't. I don't know, like, how delivered can one really be from homosexuality? How can that still be, like, is my desire still delivered? Like, is that, like, how does that, how is that deliverance? You know, like, and she's also said something about how, um, how, like, you know, she, she's grateful that, she's out of that lifestyle and that she has the the blessing of having children and you know she would have missed out on it and all these you know amazing things that she's came came to realize for herself but I just like she's just not like you know how someone just kind of still looks apart you know like She's not feminine at all. She's not like this, this, and maybe she shouldn't be. Look, I'm still unpacking my thoughts, so that's fine. But I wonder, has her husband, how does that work? Because she looks more like, like him than she does, look, look, <laughs> I'm just going to stop right now. I'm just going to stop. But my point is, I think attraction is still attraction, and I, at this point, are you doing this whole deliver? And I'm not speaking to her specifically, but it's for anyone. Like, are you proclaiming deliverance for the validation of others, or are you truly feeling and walking in that? You know, if that is in fact accurate. You know, like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Like, I just wish that there was clarity. I just don't see how one can be delivered from something like that. You know, I just don't believe it anymore. I used to be so gun ho like, yes, you can be delivered. See God. It's like, some of y'all still, y'all are still lesbians. Like, <laughs> let's keep it all the 
way hunted. Y'all are still gay. You're still gay. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just saying. You you are. And I don't think it's something that like I know many I don't know them personally, but I've heard like some people in, in the entertainment business entertainment business who are men and are homosexuals um, may have had sexual abuse in their past, right? And some people will attribute that to, oh, that's why they're gay. Now, that's something else I need to unpack. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't get how that correlates. I don't get how that is um, two and two. You know, if abuse is done to you, why would you as an adult actively go to that same gender um i don't know but i i do believe that some people are just kind of born that way like i don't think it's like an extra an extra struggle they're they're adding on to their life you know and i don't i don't i just don't believe how one can suddenly no longer like that same gender anymore like like, okay and y'all know who this person sometimes so y'all know who andrew carl what is that last name is carwell is that guy who said i'm delivered i'm not homosexual i don't like men's no more type of thing that nigga is clearly still gay he's just doing things for the gram obviously but situations like that you know how does that, like, I just can't be a woman with a man who is still actively struggling with that, you know, if they are trying to like women now, but they clearly don't, right? Like, they clearly don't, and it's clearly not going to change overnight. Like, maybe that's just who he is, and maybe that's just how he is supposed to be oh gosh don't persecute me but I just I don't know I really don't know and I just wonder with sexuality how does that look in God's look in God's eyes and then people could say oh well just look at the bible it says this you'll go to hell but then the bible is something else like (sighs) gosh and I'm in a funky space right now where I feel uncomfortable feeling these these feelings I feel uncomfortable having these thoughts and then I will shy away from having conversations with God you know I know I've said before oh yeah I still pray I do but then I don't like I I talk to God but then again I know he hears me I know he sees me and you know I just you know how you kind of you you kind of revert or you you uh stray away from god because some people say oh you're in sin (laughs) that's why you're afraid to confront or like speak to him because of that i don't think it's that i just feel uncomfortable because the god that i have learned about the god who i have been taught you know i've i've learned and i believe that oh he hates this behavior he doesn't like when you know, any sin, right? Especially homosexual sin or especially fornication, especially this, especially anything. And to have different thoughts or feelings or experiences about that is making me 
feel uncomfortable to have that conversation with God. Like, okay, God, look, I don't know about a lot of things. Like, you know, as uncomfortable as it may be for me to even converse with this topic, you know, on my podcast, I just, like, I don't think y'all even understand how it is for me to even sit in my thoughts. So I have to kind of flush this out. So this is me flushing it out right now. So I hope I'm sounding coherent, but... A lot of things are just making me question, you know, (sighs) sexuality is just something else. And I wonder what is actually intended for us to, to experience or believe when it comes to sexuality, you know, um, and what is more so regarding of what society or, or man thinks about what sexuality should be, um, yeah, and then culture, the tradition, heritage, like different things that contribute to how one should view different topics. Like, is that God or is that just you imposing your biased thoughts? Nigga, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm trying to figure it out and I'm wondering is that wrong is that bad um i don't know who to talk to about this i'm just talking to (laughs) y'all i hope you hear me though and then i think about look i'm just i'm packing a lot of things i i think about certain personalities i see you know whether it be in person or online certain christian personalities let's say that And I'm just wondering, what is truth and what is a lie? Okay, what is truth and what is a lie? Because I just don't, I'm just not falling for the hype anymore. You know, like, are you saying things to garner attention? You know, to garner tithes? (laughs) Garner some type of money. Which one is it? Like, I just don't, I don't... Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. A lot of people I'm questioning. I'm wondering the sincerity in your in your words. Like, I think a lot of people are doing things and using religion as a tool to to make a, a cash cow, to you know make some money out of it, to supplement their income some way somehow, and. I just think (laughs) at some point, when are we all going to wonder, question, and double back? You know, um, I think about John Gray and I think about how he, I was told that he uses like a lot of black colloquialisms and different sayings in his preach and kind of diverts his focus from the actual Bible. And I'm just wondering, okay, um, hmm, like, what is that about? You know, what is, what is, what is, uh, where is the real pastors? I see a couple, don't get me wrong, I see a couple, this is not a knock to anyone. I even don't have to say John Gray. <laughs> but I just do, I wonder, like, are there people in this field who are doing it to, you know, gain notoriety, to gain fame, to gain money, to gain something, you know? 
And are there people who truly love God and who truly want to aid people in deliverance? You know, or, or am I just being cheap? Like, am I just thinking, why do you need a booking fee? <laughs> like, am I thinking that? Like, maybe I'm just cheap. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's me. Look, I'm not giving any decorations to anybody. I'm just, I, I'm just wondering out loud and I'm trying to figure out, you know, at, at what point should I be concerned? You know, I, I know in the Old Testament, uh, Jesus got mad because there was, there was a lot of people, look, I'm not going to go in the, I'm going to, I'm not going to try to find the book exactly, but which book it was in the Old Testament, but it was the part where Jesus kind of threw the table. He was in his father's house. He got mad. You know, people were selling, you know, it was like a place of commerce. Okay. People were selling things. And, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of transactions being done in the church, you know, t-shirts being sold, you know, um, CDs, tapes, <laughs> tapes, tapes, but a lot of things are being sold within the church, you know, is God pleased with that or is he not, you know, or is that just me wondering too much and not being supportive? I <sighs> <sighs> Look, let's talk about something else. I'm done. <laughs> um, okay, so I just want to talk about how sometimes I feel like there is still a preference towards lighter skinned women in my experience than there is towards darker skinned women. Um and maybe it's my insecurities kind of, maybe it's my insecurities arising. Maybe it is. Maybe it's all in my head. A lot of things I'm saying maybe too on this episode, clearly. But I do, I'm usually am always the darkest one within my, my girlfriend group. I, that, that's just how it's always been. And I love my dark skin. I love it. I'm proud in it. Black and proud. Okay, great. But then when... I am in the vicinity of men amongst my girlfriends. I feel like there is more of a, a gaze towards lighter skinned women. And I could not be with my, I could just be amongst a group of people, group of women, and they just so happen to be lighter. And I'm just wondering, oh, I wonder why the man or those men or that third man, that fifth man, instantly come up to the lighter one or the lightest one or the like it's just like oh okay like at what point does it become oh you just attracted to who you're attracted to to you just don't like darkies <laughs> or like is it a doggy thing like what is it like I just you know like you know how you could be so confident who you are sometimes but then when you're around people who kind of get more attention or who garner more attention, whether it's subconsciously or, or, or consciously, you wonder, hmm, what is it about me that is like not enough? And here goes my insecurities kind of arising. And it's not, I don't know, like I just, what level is it insecurity and what level is it, you know, just some fucked up shit that some niggas are doing? I just don't know. I don't fucking know. But I see that a lot, unfortunately, with darker skinned men. And 
I just, mm, okay, like, all right. Like, I still love me. I still love myself. I'm still confident who I am. But then, but then again, it makes me feel like when I, at the end of the day, when I get home at night, I'm just like unraveling. I'm, I'm unwinding for bed. I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, I noticed he only spoke to lighter skinned women or I only noticed that. And it's like, okay, hmm. what's that about? Um, but I've never, in, in spite of that, I've never desired to have lighter skin. Like I've always wanted to correct my skin. Like I have blemishes and acne scars and I'm in the process of correcting that as much as I can. And maybe even changing my diet to see if that could help. Um, but as far as, you know, vibes cartel, no, that's not my interest. Um, but then I do wonder, you know, why is that more of a, it's just so weird. It's just so fucking weird. I don't know. Like, this is a lot of different things. I'm just like, okay, she has curly hair. Like, it's the, like, I'm like, I guess I'm black and be black. <laughs> Like, I'm black, black, okay? I'm Haitian, black, too. So, like, when I would say to people, oh, yeah, I'm Haitian, right? I always get, like, oh, yeah, hate, like, what's that about? Like, what the fuck do you mean? Oh, 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 you, oh, you, okay? What does that mean? Um, I don't know. <laughs> and then my hair's locked, you know? So, it's like, oh, wow, she's dark-skinned, her hair's locked, and she's Haitian? Oh, okay, she's... I guess um, maybe that's intimidating. Maybe that's a lot for somebody. And, you know, it's a certain kind of man that got to approach me. Fuck that. Can't, can't a man do like? <laughs> I'm so tired of, like, responses. Like, oh, no, that just means you're just a strong woman. And you got to, you know, a right, a right type of man will come and match that. It's like, can a man just match that? Like, can't just be. <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird to me. Like. Okay, like, I don't know. I think sometimes with me, I have to demonstrate, oh, I'm this approachable and welcoming and kind and warm-hearted person. And I show that through my personality. And it's genuine. It's, it's me. It's who I am. But then again, a lot of men kind of flock to the women who are kind of stuck up and... um kind of just you know pouty mouth or I said pouty mouth am I five no but uh, like you know look at all angry like what is wrong with you today what's going on um but me I'm super like hello hey like my mouth is open okay I know that sounds kind of funny but like I'm really like I'm very approachable as fuck um yet again some men are just kind of not into that, I guess. Or just maybe just not maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I just don't see <laughs> why that is. You know, and I'm never in the mindset of okay, I I got to I got to be different or I got to look different or I got to be someone who I'm not cuz I love being who I am. But at some point it's like, okay, loving who I am is great and all, but dang, can someone love me for who I am too? <laughs> Like, can it be a mutual thing? Can you can you love me too? You know, can you like me too? Can you want to stick around too? Like, can it be a mutual thing, nigga? Fuck, you know? And it's not so far in my experience. And I just don't understand why, you know? I just... It's weird. I, I think I 
And to kind of crack that ice, you know, or, you know, that icebreaker, I show my humor, I, I crack a joke, I laugh, I'm, you know, I'm showing my personality. And I think maybe that compensates for my lack of lighter skin in, in their preference. And I don't, I'm really trying to think about what is it, you know, what is it that is not kind of garnering some attention from some men who I, who I may find attractive. And I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why is that the case? Like I'm friendly, I'm nice, I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm all these great things yet. It still does not garner the attention that I want from some men I'm attracted to some men, you know, there are some men who I find attractive and that approach me, but it's like, okay, week two, it's over. Like, you know, but I look, I'm kind of laying it all out on this episode. <laughs> I am, and it's like, I am confident. Like I am confident who I am. Right. But then, then it's like, Oh, you should have say, but nigga it's but okay. But, Okay, but I think it's only human to feel that way. But I just, I just wonder, like, okay, what's going on in this climate that that is kind of the thing, you know? Maybe I'm thinking too hard. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just overthinking. Okay, right. And I do believe in the whole, well, you know, who's for you is for you, right? Who's for you is for you, and that's it, and that's fine. Um, but then can the niggas who I want for me be for me? <laughs> can, can that be a thing? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of share all of these thoughts that I had on this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed and did not find it annoying. Um, please share, like, rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff and send in any topic suggestions you may have to godbuiltthis at gmail.com. Also, remember, we do have an Instagram profile, which is called God Built This. So go ahead and follow, and I will check in with y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow and comment on SoundCloud. God bless.